Hi, Unibankers. Merry Christmas to all of you and uh, Happy New Year. Uh, hi, Clive. Hi, Raf. How are you guys today? Merry Christmas, guys. Hi, hi Raf. Hi, hi, Jesse. Hello. Merry Christmas. All right. And today is a very, very special episode. So no better way to end the year with our special episode with our president, T.G. Limcaco. How are you today, T.G.? Hi, Jesse, Clive, Raf. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Thank you very much for squeezing us in. I know the schedule is really, really packed, but you still made time to uh, do this podcast with us and, of course, with our uni bankers as well. So I'm just going to jump right into it. The year is almost over. Now, looking back, TG, how has the year been for BPI? Maybe you can give us some of the wins, the challenges that we've experienced this year. I think, uh, you know, Jess, we can say that 2022 was a record year for BPI. Uh, we've hit our highest level of income um, ever as early as the third quarter. And with a couple of days to go in December, I'm confident that we will end really well. And that's really thanks to everyone at BPI for pulling together. I feel that we have come together as the best NBA team in the world. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that, um, TG. All right, Clive, I know you have a lot of questions for TG now. Go ahead. Yeah, the nice values was highlighted this year and most especially the customer customer obsession value. I'm wondering, DTG, how would you assess our progress as a bank in terms of how we've transformed Unibankers' man mindsets about you know, uh, how we deal with our internal and external customers? Yeah, I, I'd like to think that uh, we're really on this journey of customer obsession. I've always believed that uh, banking is really a commodity and the only differentiator between us and the other banks is the level of service that we can give our clients. And the only way we can make sure that the service we give is stop rate is to make sure that we all believe in what we are doing. One, make sure that people understand what we are doing. That's number two. And have the leadership walk the talk. That's number three. And that's why uh, we've, we use the nice values. It's easy to remember. I love it because uh, all I tell people is you just got to be nice, right? And whether you say nice in the literal sense, na mabait, malasakit, you're just being nice, that will work. And if you think about nice in the way we frame it as our values of being nurturing, uh, work, uh, pursuing integrity, being customer obsessed, and always pursuing working for excellence, either way, we're going to do it right, just being nice. And kudos to the whole organization, kudos to the customer obsession team, to HR you know, our customer obsession rollout, we hit all areas of the bank mm -hmm. and the participation in those rollouts from the elite summit of the AVPs and above to all the rollouts that we've done for everybody, it's close to 94% participation. I mean, I can't think of an activity that 94% of the bank has done en masse uh, mm -hmm. and really gotten engaged. And, you know, guys, seriously, thanks to everyone. I feel it in our customers, the the feedback we get from customers. People are actually saying, wow, I feel a palpable change in the branches. And mm. to, to my to my friends in the branches, to my our teammates, guys, you have done excellent work, mm. right? Uh, people feel it. When I visit the branches, people, the clients come up to me and say, umiba, umiba. <laughs> right? And it's so fulfilling. And we need to keep that up. Because that's what will differentiate us all across the back. Not only the frontliners, mm -hmm. but even people like us who who support the frontliners. 
we need to be nice to our colleagues, right? And if we're nice all across the institution, wow, I, 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 next year and the next three years will be record years. I guarantee you guys. Yeah, I like what you said, TG. Umiba, diba? I like that. Yeah. Nice, said umiba. All right, Raf, go ahead. Ah uh, yes, uh, Sir TG. Uh, if there's a word that could encapsulate what happened this year, maybe it's the word uh, recovery. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of improvement uh, in the economy and also in the way we do our daily activities. So uh, what role has BPI played in this uh, recovery? And here uh, inside BPI, what's the biggest improvement that uh, you've seen or the biggest improvement that you're uh, most proud of? Well, you're right, Raf, right? 2022 was a year of recovery, not only for the economy, for the country, but I would say practically the whole world. The whole world is open. But in particular, I think if you think about for the BPI, it's recovery and renewal, right? We've renewed our our mission, our vision. We've really said, we're really trying to build a better Philippines. Guys, I seriously believe that. I think people now really have brought it into themselves because we see it in the behavior. And I would say I'm most proud of this year is the way everybody is working together. I see it uh, in the cooperation among the business units. In particular, I see it among my the people I work closely with, which is the senior leadership. Uh, they're mm-hmm. we're more cooperative. We're constantly looking for ideas to work together. And, you know, leadership is just about setting examples because after that, everyone follows. So when two segment heads work together, all their people under them begin to work together also. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing, and that's why we're making so much progress in rolling out, you know, service to our customers, new products, uh, answering queries, answering problems, getting things done quickly and correctly the first time more than ever. And mm-hmm. that's translating uh, to better customer satisfaction. Are we there? Are we complete in our journey? No, I think we still have ways to go but we've taken a significant first step in 2022. And so that's why it's recovery and renewal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to 2023. That's right. Actually, that's what's going to be my next question, TG. You mentioned 2022 is a big leap for everyone. Because if you think about it, it's like 2019. <laughs> two years is like gone. And it's like 2022. And, and that's like a first step. And that was my question. What's going to be next? But it seems like we had a good start. And what will be the next major step we're going to be doing? Well, I think we're we're going to continue to push on our on our uh, customer obsession. We're just going to make mm. sure that uh, people then begin to look at the rest of the nice, right? Uh, we've 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 really played up customer obsession in the in the first year because I think that's the most important. But uh, I think being nurturing uh, has to to also people have to understand what that really means, which means taking care of our colleagues, taking care mm-hmm. of our customers, uh, making sure that we grow intellectually uh, one of the programs we're going to roll out across the bank is to make sure that people are aware of the power of digitalization mm-hmm. and the power of data uh, i want everybody to understand how data can be so powerful as a tool for business uh, i want to make sure that we're working together i want to make sure also that internally uh, we take care of each other that we we've really paid attention now to to making sure our customers feel cared for, right? Mm -hmm. As an institution, even on the individual level. What I want to make sure that happens in 2023 is that each of us also feel malasakit or be nice to our colleagues. Mm -hmm. The guy across the desk, the guy across uh, the floor, uh, the people who work in the branches with us, 
we've got to be nice to everyone because that will really lift uh, the spirit of the bank. Uh, success does well. Feeling good will bring us to another level. All right. Thanks for that, Clive. Yeah, we're nearing the end of 2022, TG, and uh, let's now look forward to 2020, 2023. Um, I'm sure by this point, we already have laid out our strategic priorities for next year. Um, I'm just wondering, because there's a general mood of optimism for 2023, yeah. especially on the ground by the Unibankers. I'm wondering if the board and senior management also share the same sentiment, and in what areas or businesses do you think we will be doing well in 2023 in a post-COVID world? Absolutely, uh, Clive. I, I think the board is very optimistic. They're obviously optimism is driven by performance, and you know, no doubt, 2022 is a year of outperformance across, mm. uh, helped certainly by a little macro factors, but really driven by the fact that we've executed very well as an organization, right? So, 2023, when we laid out our plans to the board, uh, they're very happy with it. I think the board feels that uh, we can do more. And the board always feels like we can do more, right? Uh, but uh, we're as a as a team, we have laid out very clear plans uh, as to how twenty twenty three we lay out. The thing about our plan is that you know when we committed a year ago to a five year plan, we agreed we would stick with that plan unless things went really awry or mm -hmm. the the circumstances changed radically. I don't think that's happened. So we're we're ahead of our five-year plan, and we will stick with our five-year plan and move on for that. So in 2023, we're going to continue to push uh, big on the consumer side. Mm. Right? Uh, there, there are plans for to transform uh, the first 25 branches. Uh, we're hoping that uh, by the end of June, 25 of our key branches will be fully transformed. We're rushing that. Uh, we're rushing the first seven so that we learn from the first seven and then do the 18 after that. But uh, the plan is maybe if everything goes well, 100 branches will be transformed in 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a view that in markets that uh, there should be a pivot by the Fed uh, and by the BSP to follow shortly towards the second half of the year. Uh, mm -hmm. And therefore, we're prepared to say, okay, if we believe in that view, then we should act accordingly uh, mm -hmm. because yep. there's, there's some conviction there. Uh, we are also looking at, obviously, agency banking as something that's key to our distribution, uh, where we're working with partners. Uh, in December alone, we've partnered with Robinson's Retail, with Generica, with uh, PriceLock of COL. We've also partnered with Lazada. So we're going to roll out our product uh, so that there's BPI everywhere. The tagline of, uh, of of the agency banking group is May BPI Dito, wherever, wherever you are. <laughs> There's a yeah. BPI. So, so many things we're doing. Uh, there is one more that, that's, that's very exciting uh, for me. It's on the technology side. Mm. Uh, we are looking to make uh, more changes uh, in terms of the platforms we roll out. Uh, we're hoping that in 2023, uh, not that we're hoping, we believe in 2023, or I'm demanding that in 2023, <laughs> We will have a new platform for stock trading. Uh, we will launch BPI Vibe in a big mm. way. As you know, it's uh, we're ro we've rolled it out with all the unibankers. The acceptance has been very good. So we're prepared now to begin to roll it out in a major way in 2023 uh, to depositors, to clients, and then as well as non-clients. 
the key for Vibe really is that it's our tool to get even non-depositors onto our platforms. You don't have to be a depositor to be using Vibe. So, so many new ideas will come to the fore in, in 23. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited. And everyone at BPI should be excited. We're all excited for that, DG. Go ahead, Raf. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, a few months ago, the merger uh, between BPI and Robinson's bank was uh, announced. Uh, what are the opportunities that we can expect from this? And how is this uh, different from the other mergers that we had in the past? Well, Robinson's Bank, which uh, we hope uh, we will approve as our shareholders will approve uh, in the third week of January. And then uh, we're hoping that uh, we can sign the merger agreement a week after that. And then it will take a couple of months, I guess, to get all the regulatory approvals in place before we can finally merge. But, you know, Robinson's Bank is a, is a very well-run bank. It's got tremendous growth. Uh, in the last five years. And uh, there's a lot of good people in Robinson's Bank and a lot of good ideas. What I see from Robinson's Bank is, uh, I guess, their ability to, to roll out technology very quickly, albeit small, right? But a lot of good ideas that uh, we want to replicate uh, in terms of financing SMEs and ecosystems of SMEs. We're particularly excited about the potential of working more closely with the JG Summit and the Robinsons Group uh, mm -hmm. of the, the Gokongwei family, who will be significant shareholders of, of the bank. So there'll be a lot of uh, cooperation there. So to me, that's what's exciting. Uh, and I'm looking forward to welcoming the Robinsons employees uh, into the BPI fold. A great team of people. I, I love them. I've met them. I've met the senior team. I've met uh, Mr. Sarte, who's their president, uh, senior team. Great set of people. I'm sure we'll work very closely together in the next year. And as we integrate, it will be a much better business for both BPI and Robinson's customers. Now, if, if I was listening to what you're saying, TG, there's a lot of things that has been happening in 2022 that you rolled out. There's a lot more in 2023 that's going to be happening. Now, how do you make sure or how do we make sure that all of us in BPI are all moving at the same time. So if you look at it, mm -hmm. we're a big group and everything's happening all at the same time. Changes are happening, flexibility, agility. Now, how do we ensure that we're all going to take the right step in the right direction? Easy, right? You just know what we're here for, right? Mm -hmm. We're here to build a better Philippines. We're here to serve our customers. Just keep that value in mind uh, and your responsibility should be driven, your behavior towards your responsibility should be driven by that. Keep the customer always first and forefront. Uh, always make sure that we understand our mission, which is financial inclusion, financial wellness. And it's easy, Jesse. And, and mm. to be honest, it's, uh, and that's why I love working with uh, the people at BPI because we all understand that. And we're all driven, we're all passionate. And uh, all we do is we set the North Star and we're all we're all moving towards it. And that's why we're doing so well. And I'm, I'm so happy. I really am. And you and you can tell my passion in this because uh, <laughs> I've never worked with a better bunch of people than you guys and the whole 17,000 plus people who work at BPI. Everyone is passionate. Wow. So thanks for that, DG. Go ahead, Clive. 
Yeah, the bank has been doing a lot to make sure that all of our employees are motivated and engaged. Mm. Uh, but how about you, TG? A little bit more personal. We noticed that you're very good in terms of managing your energy throughout the day. What ah, keeps I'm you so engaged tired already. <laughs> <laughs> so tired already. So what keeps you uh, energized and motivated, TG? My Barako coffee, for one. Uh but but seriously, it's it's you know when I talk to to the team members, talk to clients, and see the progress that we're making, it really energizes me throughout the whole day. Uh, knowing that our mission really and and I'll say this often and often, it might sound really corny, guys, but I really believe in it that we are on a mission here uh, to transform this bank, and uh, we are making progress. And you know, as a as a runner, as an uh, someone who's very motivated. What motivates people, keeps people going is seeing the little progress that you make day in and day out, right? It just mm. keeps you motivated. And that's what I like. Every day I see another number. I get another good email from a customer who's just praising us completely. I see a problem solved. Then I see the deposit numbers come in. And the next week I see the loan numbers come in, right? And every day there's just some good news that uh, comes in. And it just keeps me going. Uh, you know, there are some days that I get bad news and I just look for the good news after that. <laughs> but, uh, but really, progress uh, keeps pushing people forward. Uh, and that's what mm. keeps me going. And I, I see the progress we're making. Uh, and and I'm that's what drives me, guys. So just eye on the prize. And it's a matter of perspective. So yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's why also it's very important for me to see all the data. And I, I know, mm. I think when I when I go into meetings, I'm very data-driven. Uh, and I see, I want the numbers because it shows not only progress, but also shows potential problems and potential mm. fixes going forward. I, you know, guys, I'm, I'm very data-driven. I'm very analytical. I'm a math nerd. Uh, <laughs> and I seem to have this gift to see things wrong in numbers uh, or when something is askew. Uh, and that's and that's what keeps me going because I see the progress of what we're doing every day. That's good to know. Graf, God. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, this year, we've seen a lot of volatility, uh, like interest rates and currencies. They reached uh, levels not seen in many years, then also inflation. And as a bank, how do we plan to face the challenges ahead in, in the coming year? You know, Raf, the, the business of the bank is taking risk, right? Uh, whether we take market risk, we take credit risk. And I think the culture of the bank is one that's solidly built over years where we understand risk. We're not risk averse, but I'll be frank, we are conservative on risk. And, and I think that's what's kept the bank uh, steady. That's what's kept our name as the most trusted name in banking uh, in the Philippines. And that's what's kept us going for 171 years. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, despite what happens in the market. So this past 2022, yes, it was volatile. Uh, the peso almost hit 60, right? And now we're back to 55 handle. I mean, can't think of anything more volatile. And this is the last four months, right? Uh, at the start of the year, we thought interest rates would rise 75 basis points. Oh, I think the last figure is it's already 500, right? or no, 375, I think, mm. but quite a, a significant number. Um, the beauty of the bank is that we understand these risks and we have a great team that looks at our models. We vet mm. our models. Uh, we do a lot of analytical work. Uh, and, and I guess maybe in a way, uh, our risk management team, our 
you know the the forgotten heroes uh, they do a lot of mm. analytics they understand what's going on and they keep us they keep you guys in markets uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah. within rails right uh they keep the cred they keep the uh the rms uh reasonable in terms of making mm-hmm. credit proposals and even on the consumer side uh, they provide the models that allow us to to look at potential customers and analyze their risk uh, so they're the unsung heroes in a way and, and sometimes we forget to to recognize uh, their their contribution to the bank and that's one of the things i've really paid attention to make sure that um, these people realize how grateful we are for mm-hmm. keeping us steady going forward they're also very uh, agile in the in the sense that when economic conditions allow it, mm. we kind of open the valves, right, uh, and allow people mm-hmm. allow the businesses to grow aggressively. So that's 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 the way the year has been, Raf. Uh, we've been able to manage it, and luckily for us, because of our credit culture, our clients haven't been hurt as badly as many people had thought. I remember at the start of pandemic. Wow, the first estimate was 10, 10, 10% NPL, right? Then it mm, went down to yeah. an estimate that maybe it might be seven. <laughs> Guess what, guys? The highest we hit, we never even touched 3%. Yep. Wow. And, and here we are today. Um, we're like one, 180 something, right? Or close to 190 at the end of the third quarter. Mm. And, uh, you know, we're, we'll probably end the year at the 180 something. Um, and and that's all because uh, we have the right credit culture, and and that's why even with the volatility in the markets, our clients understand how to to manage. We understand how to manage. So I think despite the volatility, we will do well. Our clients will do well, and that's why I'm bullish about 2023, because 2023 in the first half will continue to be volatile. There you go. Now, thanks for, for entertaining those questions, TJ. Now, there was a question sent by one of our uni bankers, and uh, they were asking, how are you going to be celebrating your holidays? <laughs> ah, <laughs> for the first time, uh, two of my three kids are coming home for Christmas. Wow. <laughs> so, kid number, the kid who's not coming home gets penalized, but... Uh, <laughs> But very happy that uh, two of my two my two of my kids will be coming home for Christmas, and uh, we first time they're celebrating uh, Christmas with my mother in, in in that long a time. So it'll be good to, good for the whole family, and I'm very grateful that they've been given the chance and the opportunity to come home. So happy happy to celebrate here in Manila with them. There you go. It's a, it's a it's a family uh, tradition and it's a family thing for these holidays. Now, before we end, TG, do you have any message to our Unibankers who's listening in right now? Yeah, to all uh, to all the Unibankers, my teammates. I always consider everyone my teammate. Uh, first, I'm extremely grateful for the hard work and the performance that you all put in in 2022. It's a record year. I could not have asked for anything more in the mm-hmm. past year. All the effort, all the cooperation. Oh. Uh, that we had, uh, it truly shows in our numbers. Uh, my message is: uh, let's let's be thankful uh, this Christmas season, this holiday season. Let's be thankful for our friends, for our families, for our clients, uh, the people we've been able to help, the people who have helped us. Uh, let's th- let's take a look back at the past year. Let's uh, reflect on what we may have done wrong, mm-hmm. because uh, if we understand what we may have done wrong, and none of us are perfect, guys, right? None of us are perfect. If you just pick one thing that you knew you did wrong in 2022 
and resolve to yourself that that will never happen again, you'll be a much better, stronger person in 2023. And then lastly, let's realize that not everyone is as fortunate as us. There are people who, who are not as happy as we are, who may not be in the same situation, who may be sad. Let's try to reach out uh, to these people. A, a simple call, a simple letter, a simple gift, a simple mm -hmm. donation uh, will, will help someone's lives or even a, a commitment uh, from ourselves to participate in one BPI buy-in project next year. Uh, we'll, we'll do well for our communities and for your soul. So that's that's my message. And to all, all BPIers around the country and around the world, BPI Europe, BPI IFL, all our remittance centers, Maligayang uh, Pasko. Right. Well, thank you very much, DG. And nicely said. So uh, talagang, uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all. And to our uh, listeners, our Unibankers, maraming maraming salamat. Mm -hmm.